Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Does that blow your mind? That just happened. Friends, it's in this league right here on Sports Grid, the Mightier 1090. Lots of places with stuff and things in your ears. I am the Welsh. That is the Bogman. And this is a beautiful holiday edition. Merry, not offend you day. Yay, Christmas, <laughs> maybe? maybe Happy Christmas. Merry. Yeah, we did. I mean, we did this bit on our uh, on our baseball. I, show, just, right? I still love so. from community when uh, he, he rides in on a sleigh. It's the Dean. He rides in on a sleigh with a big fake uh, beard that he clearly already had. And he goes, ho, ho, ho. Happy Merry. To not offend <laughs> anyone. It's one of my favorite uh, clips of community ever. Uh, it is the Christmas edition where things are closed, chaos is happening, people got time off, but there are some sports, and God knows when you're truly listening to this, so we can say Merry Christmas coming up or Merry post-Christmas, whichever one that it truly is to you. Happy it, New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, exactly. Can you believe that? I don't know what to think if this year went quick or slow. Like, I know it went slow. What do you mean? No, 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 it's slow. It, follow me here. Of course, you know, March and April and May was a disaster, a, dra- a drug on. But then we went like hyperspeed. Like when August or something hit, it was like, pew, and all that's of a sudden we're at the end of the year. Yeah, that, that's, that's what the football season does every year is it, it's uh, the quickest of all the seasons. So it feels like it, it went, you know, it came and went. Uh, unfortunately, I'm still suffering through it and wasn't very happy on Monday night at all. Uh, Actually, you, let's, talk, let's talk about that on the other side of this break because that is a fascinating. We can also skip it on the other oh, side okay. of this break. We don't have to like go you know, into detail about my anger. That's true. We we actually have some revelations. If anybody listened to, well, I guess in the football podcast, we'll have kind of updated some of this as well. But there were a whole lot of stuff that we walked into this week, and even this week challenged us even into Monday, whether it's fantasy or real life stuff. But yeah, this year has it's drug and then zipped and then all of a sudden we're in the final stretch we're in the final stretch of 2020 and god knows what the hell is uh, in store for the rest of us but for the rest of this show what's in store is we're going to talk about Dwayne Haskey and his little uh extracurricular activities after games we're going to be talking about some pro bowl we're going to be talking about week 16 in the nfl and tons more gambling dfs so don't go anywhere in this league we'll be right back 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's in this league. You know my name, but who are you? Just another American who saw too many movies as a child. Another orphan of a bankrupt culture who thinks he's John Wayne, Rambo, Marshall Dillon. I was always kind of partial to... In this league. Exactly. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, mother... Patreon.com slash ITL Army, friends. That is a fantastic way. This is what a fantastic set for the new year. You know, everybody's going to start doing the whole, like, uh, New Year's resolutions. They're going to lose weight, and they're going to do all these things that they're not going to, like, really follow through with. Here's one. Get a, a step ahead of your New Year's resolution. And come and sign up on patreon.com slash ITL Army. And then you can just like forget about it just like you will working out. And they'll just be with us all year. So you don't even have to worry about it. So you'll just be rocking and we'll make you laugh and we'll give you lots of entertainment across multiple sports. You can even go back and rewatch our Christmas special if you want, the Deck Our Balls special. And we are going to have a secret show coming up here, maybe even by the time you're listening to this, sometime in this area right before the end of the year, where we uh, break down some of the stuff. And as I said on our baseball podcast, we had to go back and I have to replay a cameo that I purchased with my dollars for Bogman because he was uh, on um, Saturn. You know, Saturn and, you know, just as day ago, Saturn and Jupiter Bogman were aligned the closest that they've been in the last 800 years. I don't know if you knew about all that. And everybody in the planet was talking about it. And I went out on Tuesday night and I'm like, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to go check this out. It was just like a bright star. And I was like, what the? Where's, where's Jupiter? Where I thought I was going to, everyone's saying it's 800 years. I'm going to see all the stuff. And the th- I got to have like a Hubble telescope to see anything. That yeah. was it. It was just a big star. Yeah, that there was not, you know, the, the viewing is not great. I mean, you might as well have just stayed like in your house and held your phone up with one of those apps. You well, know, that, watch TV, watch it on TV. <laughs> Essentially, everything else you should do in life was that was that you should just have watched it on tv so you can actually see the rings of uh what is it Ju- saturn jupiter which one has the rings jupiter right uh, well they both have rings but saturn's rings are way more pronounced so oh no it's no then it's saturn that has the rings jupiter doesn't have rings you just said jupiter and then i, I know and i said it incorrectly you said they both have rings they do they, not they, both have rings. yes they do they both have rings but saturn's are way way super pronounced uh, Jupiter's rings are not very pronounced at all. You can see them if you get up close, though. 
It's the Rage Hunters. It's got a bunch of moons. But unlike the fa- oh, but unlike the famous rings of Saturn, Jupiter's rings are very faint and made of dust, not ice. Is it? Is that what I just said? They do have rings, though. I guess technically. Yeah. I've never- well, no. 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 Not technically. <laughs> they have rings. There's I no guess. technicality about it. Jupiter has rings. Neptune and Saturn has rings. Uh, uh, Neptune and Ur- uh, Uranus have rings as well. It's I think like your one- mascot thing with the uh, it, Yeah. Well, it's just I'm um, smarter. Uh, yeah, the, also, the um, I think the rings of Neptune they go the other way, like they go around the other way, the planet, not like around the waist, you know. Mm. So keep going. Look You're the, come on, smart guy. Keep going. Oh, oh no, no. I'm I'm I was just letting you know since you didn't know that stuff. Yeah. So. Well, now everybody knows they're dust, not ice. So dust, not ice. All right. Type. And uh, they've got lots of moons. So uh, that, you know, that that good conversation brings me to a really great place I want to take. Let's talk about the Bengals and the Steelers, Bogman. Let's yeah. talk about how did that happen? I I got so many tweets and texts about you. I was like, I get it. Bog, bug him. Nobody bugged Bogman when the Cowboys were beating the 49ers. I have to see all of the Bengals stuff. And I'm like, listen, Bogman's not going to be happy. That was a horrend- it's probably one of the most embarrassing losses that you could have had in the last couple of years, especially with how bad the Bengals are, how good the Steelers are, how much you love the escalator of sadness. That one was stinky. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I know you say it with hyperbole a bunch of the times. Anytime the, the Niners lose, they're the worst team in the NFL and uh, they should be folded as a franchise and you hate every player and all that stuff. But the Steelers right now are playing the worst football in the NFL. And I don't they think that's the arguing. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I kept, I was telling Joe this on, on line star. Uh, I kept expecting to see that meme where, you know, it's a Scooby-Doo villain and it's the Steelers face over the bad guy's face. And then they said, I knew it was you all along and they pull the bag off and it's the jets underneath. And I didn't see that one. I was actually kind of surprised that they were too busy making fun of Juju dancing. And all that stuff. So, which is understandable because that is getting ridiculous and stupid. Does anybody have more higher self worth without action than Juju Smith Schuster? Like, he is <laughs> like media icon. He's like, hey, I'm everything. He's got a brand. He's out there. He's dancing. He's got so much swag and he has so little talent on the field right now. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, uh, there were people that had Juju and Ebron going into last night and had needed a point and didn't get it. So I, well, I, I told you bugs, you know, we, yeah, did this, you make the championship on one of I, those. I did. Unfortunately, the, that guy is here. Poor Guthrie. Um, we had, we, we were so defeated off of the football podcast. Uh, the one we released on Monday on the, in this league fantasy football, because you had five potential championships. I had three like to go to, and we both had looked at it and we're like, we lost everything. You and I had a shared one in flex league, which was, that one was brutal and, you know, really could have gone another way had we had like Leonard Fournette in and stuff and just, just whatever it was. We lost Andy Barron's. That one hurt, but we were both like, we lost everything, but we both were alive in one, but we we just resigned to like, no, nothing good's going to happen because right. I was up by like 13 or 14 points with our boy Guthrie having Juju and Ebron. And I was like, Pfft. I'm good because it's a PPR league. This was our big snake keeper league. And I didn't bother watching. And then all of a sudden I had got a message about, uh, it was our boy Colin being like, do you need to do a wellness check on Bogman? I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. 
And I look at the score and I was like, oh. And then I looked, Ebron, no catches, carted off. And Juju at that time had two catches for negative six yards. And I was like, is this going to happen? And then I ended up pulling it out because of how garbage they were. And there are, I saw uh, online as well, someone had like a half point lead and ended up losing their matchup because they started Juju and Ebron. And you had a similar thing, I don't think to those guys, but in our 20 man, you had a comeback win and were able to pull it together. Well, I was up by 10 points, 12 points, somewhere in that neighborhood. And he had seven players left and I had two. And this is a 20 man uh, big IDP league. So, Here's the guys that he had, and this is the reason that I won. He had Kareem Hunt, who scored 5.8 points. Uh, Chase wow. Claypool uh, actually did okay. He had 7.8, but his it was really his defensive players. He had Sam Hubbard, the defensive end for uh, Cincinnati, who only had a pass deflection. That was it. Olivier Vernon on Sunday night scored 3.75. He had two solos and assist. Sheldon Richardson got hurt. And Blake Martinez did his normal thing. He had 11.25 points, so um, five solos and five assisted tackles. But for me, the only guys I had left were Deontay Johnson and Stephon Tuitt. But Stephon Tuitt had a sack and two uh, assists and a solo, so he had 10 points as an IDP. And then Deontay scored the touchdown and had eight catches in this league's PPR. So uh, I ended up winning in that league very surprisingly. I could not believe that I won you know, I mean, you just expect with Kareem Hunt and Claypool and five defenders that he's going to put up 40 to 50 points out of those guys or something. Didn't happen. So, did that uh, lessen the blow at all to like, no, not even move past the Steeler thing because no, no, like it's going to make it worse, Welsh, because now I play Jesse Severe, our boy Thanos, in the championship in that league, but I lost Michael Thomas for the year and I lost Raheem Mostert for the year. So, uh, I have like, I, I'm going to be running Carlos Hyde and probably Travion Williams out at running back this week. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my, my defenders better step up. So we'll see. No bueno. No bueno. I do agree though. Steelers look like they're playing some of the worst football, uh, in the league. And, and it's, it's hard to comprehend because they're so talented. Ben doesn't look good. He makes the wrong decisions. The receivers running. So I did watch some of the game and, uh, I'm trying to remember which one it was. It might have been Juju or Deontay that ran a wrong route, and the you know the one defender just he should have picked it off. They have no running game. What to speak of? I mean, the Steelers look lost. And and then you know Tomlin was touting like, well, you know we're gonna get we're gonna get James Conner back. We're gonna get Vince Williams back. And it's like I don't know if any of that matters right now. Where are the talented players that you had that were 11 and 0? It's yeah, it's completely disappeared. They, they look broken. Yeah, it's the offensive line is the biggest issue. You know, we have J.C. Hassenauer starting a left guard. That's a third string. Derwin Gray got in there for fourth string and then right tackle also. So uh, it is down for the backup. It's bad. Yeah, it's it rough. hurts. And I mean, get the losses out of the way if you can. All right, don't go anywhere. You come back, might do a little bit more of that. Talk about Haskins, the Pro Bowl, gambling coming up, DFS. So don't go anywhere. Week 16, NFL action right here on In This League. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. 
I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. In this league. Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. It's full shirt. Holy Motherforking shirt balls. Welcome back to In This League, friendos. I am the Welsh. That is the Bogman. And you guys can find all of our podcasts anywhere you listen. Go over to uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, whatever it is, Apple. And uh, you can catch all of our shows, the In This League, and then just put a sport in front of it. And we probably got one. Don't miss a, vi- a minute of any of the action of those, of this. Or, you know, like I said, you could probably just put it in this league in. I wonder what happens. I haven't done it in a while. There's probably at least like eight different podcasts that show up. Ogman's got some college and IDP stuff. So get in on the action that is in this league on your favorite podcast listening app location. So I want to put a bow on the Steelers thing coming off of the, the Bengals. Yeah, let's do more on that. Well, no, I just want to put a bow on it. No, like, no, I got you. Where... Where do you feel this team is heading with the last two weeks? Because you're right. They so a if first round out. Okay. Cause, cause from a power ranking perspective, they were one or two for 11 straight weeks. They are probably one or two at the bottom right now. One of the, which just doesn't make sense. So, I mean, where do you think, what do they have to do to get back up in these next two games? Well, they, the, the offensive line has to get right. So they got to figure out what's going on at, at left guard. Um, you know, if Filer is going to be able to come back, that would be great because he actually was pretty good. Uh, and if not, Dotson, the rookie that they drafted this year, uh, is better than I mean, watching JC Hassenauer gives me acid reflux. He's the worst, he's terrible. So, uh, and, and Gray, who they actually drafted, is not much better than him. They went back and forth, they're both really bad. And the right tackle spot, you know, Chooks has to get better. It's Chooks a core for is over there. You know, Zach Banner got hurt like the third or fourth play of the year and he's been down the whole year. So, um, but his play has been really bad recently and Pouncey grades out as one of the worst starting centers in the league. He's like 29th uh, on, um, you know, PFF grading and stuff. And Ben, I was listening to a podcast this week. You can tell like his knees have not been right since that Dallas game. And he's not setting his base right when he throws a ball. And that's why he's been, off on some throws that's why some throws are strong when they should have touch some are have touch when they should be strong and he doesn't look right either he's also making bad reads just straight up i mean you could see yeah. it last night they kept pointing it out you know uh greasy pointed it out every single time Greasy's one of the worst quarterbacks i ever watched and and he's pointing out reads that should be made where Bob Bryan. uh what well, no well brian greasy come on now yeah. um, where you're at but uh, I'm not old enough to remember Bob Greasy. Come on, neither are you. Dolphins, so, Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, I remember what team he played for. Yeah, but I, I remember, remember seeing all of those. Remember when ESPN only had it was ESPN and ESPN Classic, and that was oh, yeah. it. You know, mm-hmm. all all you could see. Stuff. You you must have loved that because it was either Niners highlights of Jerry Rice, 
heyday of my well i enjoyed espn i never enjoyed it more because you could turn it on and i had a probably 30 or 40 percent chance that they were replaying something i was totally into you know 95 niners 89 88 i'll go back to 85 whatever it is just any great niners team i had a great chance to watch and i love that stuff it was all it was always like the raiders packers steelers niners uh, they had some cowboy stuff in there as well um you get a little bit on the dolphins you get a joe namath one every once in a while but yeah i mean steve sable you know uh r.i.p uh, i miss the steve sable and by and the way r.i.p green. kevin green yeah that's where i was going to what Ooh. happened kevin green i tell you i loved kevin green i know you did too Kevin Green, a uh, Steelers uh, great linebacker, but he also played for the Niners for a bit. He was one of the, the for whatever reason, there's this weird thing that happened, I think, in the early 2000s where there's this like crew of Steelers that ended up going to the Niners. It was like Rod Woodson, which was super cool. Kevin Green did it. And I'm, I did feel like Carnell Lake do that too? I don't know. Carnell Lake, I don't think he did. I think he went just to the Jaguars, but Kevin Green, uh, you know, Steelers, Niners, and then he had a nice little career with the Carolina Panthers which intertwined with his time at WCW because then he was super into professional wrestling. And if I, I remember correctly, he was at WCW. Yeah, I totally was, forgot about that. He was one of the first athletes, if I remember correctly, to, I, I can't, I, I vaguely remember if he was still playing or not, but like he was one of the first, like, you know, mainstream type of athletes that all of a sudden it was like, holy crap, Kevin Green, he's, he's here. You know, this is before like, Rodman was on WWE or WWF at the time, whatever it was called or any of that stuff. And now, you know, left and right, you know, horrible people are appear, David Arquette and whatever other idiots that show up, Rob Gronkowski, <laughs> but like Kevin Green loved wrestling was a legit wrestler. He had a gimmick, you know, cause he was this hyped up dude. That was kind of his real personality. And he always seemed like an up guy. And then, I mean, I, I always tend to think the worst. I, I kind of have an idea of what I think might have gone on, but I've seen nothing as the cause of death, but Kevin Green died at 58 and it just said he died. And that's yeah. super sad. I love Kevin I mean, Green. You know, uh, th they'll announce it eventually. It doesn't really matter. You know, it sucks. No. It, it sucks that he died at 58. And, and because not only was he, you know, not only was he a, a great player and, you know, everyone that interacted with him talked about how much better of a person he was than a player. And he's a Hall of Fame player. Went in the Hall of Fame in 2016, gave a great speech. I remember watching that. Honestly, I that I remember that speech so vividly. I thought it was last year. Like, uh, it, it was so recent in, in my mind, Kevin Green's Hall of Fame speech. And uh, just watching him play was uh, was really a joy, and he was a guy that enjoyed it. And unfortunately for me and my Steelers, he was a uh, you know assistant linebackers coach. He was the linebackers coach for the Packers during Super Bowl Forty Five, and he taught Clay Matthews how to do things so well that like I would get flashes wa watching uh, Clay Matthews. It felt like Kevin Green to me because he had those same rip moves and that really the the iconic Kevin Green move that I remember. I'm sure you'll remember as soon as I say it, Welsh was when he come around that corner and the, the tackle would stick his arms out and he would swat the arms down and then hit him on that, you know, on that left shoulder and push him over and go right to the quarterback. I mean, it's the Kevin green move. He like invented it. So, uh, you know, that there's very few guys that can say that in the NFL anymore. And, uh, he was definitely one of them. So it's, uh, it was, um, you know, that was tough to see on Monday and then followed up by the Steelers, just terrible performance, you know, 
uh, just really uh, a bad Monday and bummed me out, man. I can't believe Kevin Green's gone at 58. That's just, it's shocking. Yeah, that one was, uh, that, where were we before this, too? How, I know how we got to Kevin Green. We, oh, we were tying up and bowing up the, the Steelers. I mean, the Steelers, too, by the way. Just such a iconic, I don't know if it's just stuck in my brain, but when I think of, like, linebackers, I just, I feel like the Steelers have had, I think Greg Lloyd just popped in my head. Um, James Levon Harrison. Kirk, LeVon Kirkland, James Harris. Well, I'm thinking of, like, older one, like, you know, like the LeVon Kirkland and Greg Lloyd. Oh, yeah. And, and like that. Yeah, Chad Brown. Remember Chad Brown was good for a while, and then he went off to Seattle, so. Yes, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. For some reason, uh, I love, LeVon Kirkland was one of my favorites, because he was one of those guys where he gained, you know, 400 pounds. He was, like, 320, and he was with the Eagles, and he's like, I'm going to still play middle linebacker. And they still let him play linebacker. He was so fat, and I remember watching him run down Shannon Sharp, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like this guy looked like just your big, a big fat dude off the street with muscles. Like that's what he looked like, and the dude could run like a deer. I like it's it's tough to imagine how good he would have been if he was in shape." For his entire career, he would have been. Well, he crazy. was in shape on the in the early stages, but then it just went away. And then, yeah, he, you know, he, he was uh, Vince Wolfirk playing uh, middle linebacker. <laughs> that type of thing. All right, he so really the, was Vince Wolfirk. That's a good. The, the story that's kind of captured everybody, and it's it's still like it's hard to grasp. So Dwayne Haskins has taken over. Has been the quarterback um, in in Washington with the Washington Football Team. And he had a big old performance on Sunday. It was a loss, but he had 58 pass attempts. Looked more like a professional quarterback. You know, he was able to, it wasn't one of those things where, you know, the the offense suffered or struggled. You know, McKissick didn't disappear. It was like, he did the thing. He was all right. Looked like a young quarterback. We move on. Well, pops up on, I want to say it was Tuesday. Maybe it was going into Wednesday night on social media that Haskins decided to celebrate his big loss, his 58 pass attempts, by going out to the strip club on Sunday night, and he gets got on, uh, of all things, of course, it's an Instagram story, I don't know whose it was, with... Uh, it was his girlfriend's, like his oh. girlfriend was there with him. Okay, there's a fine lady in his lap, which might be his girlfriend, um, and someone else holding the phone with a... Uh, a bare ass stripper in front of her and no one's wearing masks. There are dollar bills covering more mouths than there are masks in the scene. And of course it got screenshotted and trend all over that, uh, that there you go. Young Washington team quarterback is out of the strip club during a pandemic with no mask. And the Washington football team was not happy. And Haskins, of course, had to do, you know, whether it was him or a very well-written PR statement, had to publicly apologize, and I let the team down, and I was a distraction, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn from this. I um, dollar dollar bill, y'all. I'm, I'm almost, I feel like I might be actually impressed by this because, oh really? Uh, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not impressed by his actions. His actions were ridiculous and reprehensible. Impressed and by the stupid stupidity? Well, no, I'm impressed that. I mean, if that's you or me trying to film anything in a strip club, we're getting our, our heads kicked in. Like, okay, Bog, there, yeah, there, there is a difference. I mean, we're, we're the, not spending the money that has. Yeah, to there's be. a difference in the stack that we're holding. Want. Yeah, I mean, we're holding different stacks if we're going between them. So I think that's I think it's a pretty big no, no, though. It seems like for anyone, you know, uh, you break out a camera. I mean, he must have. 
it, this wasn't just a, hey, let's stop by the, the drive-through strip club and have a good time. He must have been there for a while. So I, he, he looked like he was in his own room. Um, he had his girlfriend with him, and they were partying. And I mean, enough money gets thrown around. I think everybody doesn't care. Everybody's fine. Uh, my, Bogman, money can buy you anything. That's what, what they're saying. Is money money can even buy your camera to open up in the adult entertainment room. Apparently, though, money doesn't buy you a mask, and that might be one of the biggest problems. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more. Uh, he's a smart guy. We'll talk a little bit more when we come back. Don't go anywhere. More in this league right around the corner. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, in this league. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thought? Welcome back, friends. Coming down to the stage is the boy Bogman. Come on down to the stage here, Bogman. We got Dwayne Haskins in the house. Here's a beautiful dance from Le Bogman. He's <laughs> in this league. I'm the Welsh. That is the Bogman. Find us on Twitter at is it the Welsh at uh, Bogman Sports. I'm about to say his email at Bogman Sports. And we were just talking about good old Dwayne Haskins. Just um, just getting going. This is, I mean, this is why. The bubble idea was so tenuous. It's just, you know, you said you're you were impressed with the camera getting in there. I'm just impressed. He with, just must have spent so much money. Like, uh, but I'm just impressed with the lack of um, awareness. That that's what I can't get to. Like I don't know. You know, maybe they maybe they had stuff. Maybe everyone was tested. I don't know. Uh, I'm not even go there. But like. Come on down to vaccine night. Every Monday night is vaccine night at the clam. I mean, was that at the clam? Was that? the thing he's like oh the vaccines are being put out there so i'm good to go like just the level the no the awareness you from your quarterback is to be aware there is no awareness there's no sensibility in there whatsoever uh, i mean i gotta tell you there is a there's a strip club in the general vicinity of like you know within like a 20 minute drive i can get to it, it on a path of where i'm going to work sometimes where i'll cruise down and you know, during the height of it, it was closed. The other night, I actually went to take a picture of it when I was driving home at night because it was literally the entire building. It's like a two-story looking building was lit up neon green. And I'm and I, but I'm driving by and I'm like, oh, Jesus for the Christ. But I'm driving by and I'm like, who is going to the strip club right now? Maybe I'm so insulated with it. And we drive by there was a lot of cars i mean there wasn't any haskin mobiles or anything like that but so maybe i'm unaware maybe i'm the person that's living in a bubble uh for myself not realizing you know you know that people don't care anymore i still care but the idea to be a professional athlete and going out right after after you lost by the way you didn't even win you lost the game and you're going out to a strip club to celebrate he's right now. Rewarding himself for beating the spread. I think they beat the spread by half a point or something. So he's paying for the spread. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that kind of action will usually cost you double, Cotton. I mean, um, wait two more weeks. Wait two more weeks. Like just wait yeah. till the end of the season and go wait. and be stupid and do whatever you want. This is just uh, you know, he's young and irresponsible. But we found even older and responsible guys. Lou Williams, great dude in the community and everything, always been 
you know, a, a great athlete and a leader on his team is he, he went, he broke the NBA bubble and went I to go wings at a strip club. Like I come understand on. the lemon pepper wings more than I understand. You, you know, know at least picture that it was like, you know, if you're Dwayne Haskins and you have as much money as him, you have enough money to get your camera going in the VIP room or whatever. Right. Uh, how about just bring the entertainment to your house? You know? Yeah, I totally agree. Discretion. Why does why does your girlfriend not have discretion? Why does nobody have discretion? Why'd you allow yourself to have pictures taken out? You know how stupid no, no, you, look? you know what? I mean, that's you know exactly how what it dumb is. You look and and how I mean how pissed off the teammates would be. The the amount of guys are probably not all taking it seriously, but the amount of guys that are taking it serious. So the and uh, think of the NFL in the fines that they put the in playoffs. It's not even wait two weeks. This team can make the playoffs. He, he should have to sit, right? I mean, I, I I don't know what the thing. I wouldn't be playing him this week. Yeah, there was a lot of talk about possibly cutting him, and that's not it. going to happen. The uh, Washington has already said that that is not going to happen. But you got to take this as maybe a. Maybe, maybe Daniel Snyder asked him to go to the strip club. Yeah, am I? Can I put on my tinfoil hat for you for a second here, the Welsh? All right. Uh, so you, uh, you remember me saying that? Oh, look, what a convenient thing to happen. We start looking at new team names for Washington and switch them to the Washington Football Team as soon as you know the, the they get sued for fifteen sexual harassment lawsuits, like. Oh wow! Now let's. Uh, that happened four days ago. Now we're changing the team name, so everyone's going to talk about the team name because they're the, they were the first ones to do it. You know, Cleveland is doing it in baseball now, and uh, other teams are going to move forward doing that. I'm sure. He, yeah, I mean, Snyder so far he's looked like he's been the distraction king, though. Right. It, well, uh, right after this Dwayne Haskins strip club thing, we find out that uh, Daniel Snyder had settled a uh, another misconduct claim for $1.6 million in 2009. So you know, I'm expecting Washington to get a new team name in the next couple of weeks. So we quit talking about this stuff. You know how let's bring it back here and let's, let's get on Dwayne Haskins side here for a minute. How is a young impressionable NFL player supposed to take anything seriously from the leadership of their team where they're like, Hey, don't do that thing. And he's like, all right. When Dan Snyder is spending and he is clock in and clock out, just settling lawsuits, trying to refute book claims of of uh, cheerleaders saying the horrible stuff, the pimping out that they were doing claims within the organization. How can Haskins be like, wait a minute, is this is bad? Like you, you're, you're right. telling me this is bad. I need to be way more professional. Well, I tell you what the, um, if you're going to be professional, you do it for your, you don't really do it for the owner. You do it for your teammates and Ron Rivera, like Ron Rivera went through this season having cancer and coaching through it during COVID. And, yeah. and so now you're going to go, um, I mean, has to, no, yeah, and yeah, dances yeah. and stuff like it's so unbelievably idiotic. I, you know, but he doesn't care about his teammates. I don't think he does. I think, I think he would say that now, but like, how pissed off was he, you know, the, the team relegated him to like third string for a while and, you know, take him off. And now it's this guy, it's that guy. Like, I don't, I don't think he has any ownership to this organization. And this is just another sign of it. I don't think he has any appreciation. It, it doesn't seem like anything. I mean, the organization is a disaster and for Haskins to do this, it is so blindly dumb. 
it's on next level to not, you cannot read the room. He's a bad poker player because guess what? If you can't see who the fish is at the table, it's you, bud. And that's Dwayne Haskins. Can't read you, the room. Would you call him bud? If he was, in I, front would, of you? I would call him bud. I'd be like, <laughs> Hey bud, let's talk about uh, some of your recent ideas. Uh, did you think that was a good one, pal? Worth it, um, bud and pal. That's yeah, that's how serious that that guy's on your S list right there. Uh, so let let me ask you this: which one is which one's worse in the grand scheme of things? Haskins, uh, you know, knowing that Alex Smith is banged up, and you don't have many other options outside of Haskins at this point. Um, him going to the strip club at the night. It, I think it was on Sunday night, the night of a loss, or Lou Williams breaking the entire bubble for the NBA to go out and get wings. Like which one do you think is worse? Uh, which one's worse on that scale? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think there's more personal responsibility needed. And I mean, to be fair, it works the other way. Like when you're in a bubble, you know, it's a collective thing and he can really screw that up and, and it can screw the whole bubble up. I, I think and he's more, older and more of a veteran. Like I, I still think I'm, I'm, he it, just went to get lemon pepper wings. He there's yeah. nothing else. Yeah, me too. That so. club just had really good wings. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I'm not even sure they're both stupid. Haskins seems super short sighted, maybe because it's recency, but like you had a coach who, you know, came back from cancer and like the implications are even worse and you have to be more self set quarterback on the team right now. But, but also think of where the NFL is at right now. Like the NFL has sent out two different sessions of letters of like, like, Hey there, bud, you're done. You're done, bud. Uh, you're done. You're fired, bud. You're fired, bud. That's what the NFL was doing to the teams because things were getting really bad and things just started to calm down. And Dwayne Haskins is out there making it rain. Uh, I mean, I don't know. You know. I, like you said before, you said it perfectly. Bring the party home. Bring the party yeah. home. Put the cell phones in a bowl. Don't let anybody have their cell phones. Have the party at home. You know, half the NFL is already doing that type of stuff anyways. And keep it like that. You don't need to go out to the club to, club to have a good time. You wave those dollar bills outside the club, pick up a whole party and run it at your place. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's um, it's a drink and driving it, thing too. It, it, Get a yeah. driver, Uber. It's the same thing. It's the same principle. And you get know, your Ubers. The, the gets you Ubers. Uh, the, the Lions uh, had a couple guys test positive uh, earlier in the week. And, you know, they shut stuff down. Who's to say they didn't have a big stripper blowout at their house? And that's why two of those guys got popped. But you know what? They didn't put it on social media. Nobody knows how they got it. It could have been innocent. And, you know, I think a lot of them are, you know, just bad circumstance you know you go to the grocery store whatever um you know however you get it you get it i mean there are plenty of people that have been doing perfectly safe taking all the precautions they still end up with it so uh you know you can't necessarily blame everyone and this could also be nothing you know what i mean like haskins uh hasn't tested positive for it yet as far as we know so is that uh, yeah I, i mean i i guess you know there there could be nothing with it but he could face up to, I think, um, I'm not, I was reading it before. I'm not sure if it's the league, but he could uh, be fined a week salary and face a four-game suspension. But that's but that that's one of the biggest parts about this. Like, there's one, you know, there's there's this whole, like, sociopolitical thing that's involved with it that's super tiresome uh, across the board. Um, there's this 
ageism, you know, young versus old, blah, blah, blah. But there's also something obviously in your face besides your own team and teammates. The NFL cracked down with stricter rules. Fine. Look at what uh, Gruden was fined with. They cracked down so hard. There's no way any of these people have not heard what the new rules are. There's no way there's a single player that didn't years gone on too. Yeah. So. And that's, that's my point. It keeps yeah. getting harsher and harsher and more public and more in their face. There's no way that any of these players don't know the ramifications. And guess what? Also, like I said, you got two more weeks. He did it on Sunday night. You got two. You can't keep it in for two weeks. Two weeks. Two fan. You know what's funny is uh, I was reading. I think this was in our football room earlier today. Someone posted it. A, a guy said on Twitter that uh, he was watching. You know, whatever uh, Sports Center, uh, whatever was on, and, and um, his girlfriend came in the room and heard them talking about a strip club or something. She goes, "Oh, come on, James Harden, really again." And he goes, actually, this is Dwayne Haskins. And she goes, oh, I just assumed it was Harden and then walked out of the room. And I thought that was hilarious. Like that's and Harden's having uh, big issues in Houston, too. You see he threw a ball at a, at a teammate or something the other yeah, day. Who it was? Uh, yeah, it was it was a rookie. So uh, oh. I don't even know the guy's name. So he, he probably not going to. Let me ask you. Do you think Haskins is on the Reds, uh, the uh, Washington Ooh. football team's roster next year? No, I don't. Uh, I don't either. I don't. Ron Rivera clearly dislikes him, and we saw that earlier this year when you know he went from being the uh, the starter to being the backup to not even traveling on game days. Right. So there was. I, I kept saying that. I kept saying it's ridiculous to bench Haskins because. He was playing better than Daniel Jones at that point, and it didn't didn't make sense for me uh, for them to bench him because of his on field performance. But it had to be something with practice and with you know being a good teammate and all that stuff. That is why Rivera didn't like him. They went back to him because of circumstance, not because they wanted to go back to him or because Alex Smith was playing bad. Not like Alex Smith was setting the world on fire, but he was playing better than Haskins was over the last month. And then he got banged up. They go back to Haskins. Haskins hasn't been playing terrible anyway. You could actually kind of commend him for what he was doing. But uh, after this, it, 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 I think his career with Washington is over. He'll be gone. He'll be he'll be with the the Las Vegas Raiders next year. He'll be right at home, right <laughs> at home, okay. close to everything that he loves. All right, don't go anywhere. Quick segment uh, as we uh, come to the end of hour one, hour two. We got a whole bunch more in this league coming back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. I use the side door, and after that I just sort of space out for about an hour. Space out? I probably only do about 15 minutes of real, actual work. Would you be a good sport and indulge us and just tell us a little more? Let me tell you something about In This League. That's right. It is In This League. We are back. I'm Chris Welsh. That is Scott Bogman. Final segment of Hour One. And Bogman, I just have 
so little care for the Pro Bowl anymore. I, I think it might be a kid's thing. I think that might be it. I mean, I know there are adults who actually care about it and have stunted growth, but like when I was a uh, when I was younger, like it meant more. Maybe with I don't know, played Madden and stuff. I've come to the point where I, it's just embarrassing to look at. Like I just don't care. None of these players care. I don't even know if it's an honor anymore. I know, like I saw Kyler Murray tweet and I'm just like, there's his social team. Like I just assume it's just clockwork and there's not even, there's not going to be a game, right? Yeah, but there should never be a Pro Bowl game. Like it's not worth playing. Uh, 50%, I I actually kind of like the voting this year or not. I don't like the voting, but I like the fact that we just get one team. No one can bow out of the game and then we get another Pro Bowler because there's no game to be played. So did, these, what, did you see they are doing something? What's that? They are doing something. Yeah, they're doing some right weird contest. Well, I'll tell it, you. I'll tell you what it is. They are working with EA Sports, and they're going to create a week-long series of matchups featuring celebrities, NFL legends, current players, and streamers playing the official Pro Bowl rosters on Madden NFL 21, which will culminate into a virtual Pro Bowl game with 2021 Pro Bowl players playing within Madden. It sounds like the worst time. I There is no chance. I would rather go to the strip club with J- Dwayne Haskins during the pandemic than partake in any of that. None of that will be good. No, no. And, and look, the, the side stuff, that has always been more exciting than the actual game itself because the guys don't play. The last guy to actually want to play in a Pro Bowl was Sean Taylor. Remember when he blew up Brian Mormon? Didn't that, like, break his nose on that fake punt? Yeah, they never do that stuff anymore. So, uh, yeah. Dude, this bad thing, there, is there anything more embarrassing than, if you ever watch, I know we got to go to break, but we never watch, like, ESPN and they play, like, you know, Madden, the, the series, and they follow gamers. Gamers are so embarrassing because they're like, yeah, they prop them up like they're superstars, and you want, like, Game Tagger 4712 playing Michael Thomas. Who cares? I don't want to see Ninja play anybody. I don't care. It's, it's so embarrassing. I actually might rather watch the real Pro Bowl than watch any of that. We got to go to break. We come back hour two. We got DFS and gambling. Build digital first customer relationships with Salesforce Digital 360. Connect every marketing, commerce, and digital experience on a single platform. Innovate fast with easy-to-launch sites, campaigns, and apps. That's more relationships, more revenue, more return, and more success. Salesforce Digital 360. Hear from our customers at sfdc.co slash digital 360. 